The summer is here. That means outdoor festivals, Comic-Cons, and the perfect weather for toy hunts. As the weather heats up and you're out there enjoying yourself, stay hydrated with our show's sponsor, Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone and three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, and it's easy to use. Just rip open a pouch, pour one of their delicious flavors into a water bottle, and shake it up. With sea berry, strawberry lemonade, Concord grape, lemon lime, pina colada, tropical punch, watermelon, guava, and more to choose from, there is a flavor for everyone. So whether you're on that long toy hunt, spending 10 hours on your feet walking your favorite Comic-Con, or getting your sweat on, stay hydrated and healthy with Liquid IV. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code AICPOD at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code AICPOD at liquidiv.com. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Hi. We're back. Uh, It has been, boy, boy, has it been a weekend. What a weekend it has been. Toy Fair. We did it. Toy Fair. We did it. Our our feet, our backs, and our our hearts. I don't think I don't think our hearts are broken. I don't think they're in pain. I think our hearts are filled with love. Yes, our hearts are full, our bodies are broken. Our bodies are completely empty. <laughs> we're we're husks. We're mere husks of, of Eric and Dave. Hearts full, bodies empty, no more fuel. Make sure to smash that like button. <laughs> so, we, uh, we're not going to bury the lead. Uh, we do have an interview for oh, you. That's right. We're not going to bury the lead. Eric, are we going to bury the lead? Nope, not going to do it. But we do have an interview for you. Uh, shortly, uh, we had the pleasure of once again uh, sitting down with three-time, three-time, it's a very special episode. Three-time uh, returning guest, Brian Volkweiss of the Nacelle Company. Uh, we had, a, had the opportunity to sit down with him once again, um, this time at Toy Fair, uh, to talk about all the things that are going on. But before we cut to that interview and let you guys hear that, uh, we just wanted to give you some of our, our kind of takeaways of, of Toy Fair. So you know, I'll kick us off just some things that, uh, that jumped out at me. That, uh, that, that I really, really enjoyed. Um, I'm going to start with one of the last booths that we visited, actually. Uh, I don't want to call it recency bias, but um, Diamond Select uh, had a bunch of things to, that, that, that really kind of checked the boxes for me. Um, it was really nice to see that they are continuing with the Lord of the Rings line. Uh, we saw the next wave. The next wave is actually going to be three figures. So we've already seen uh, Saruman 
uh, and and Samwise. Uh, they had those on display, production models. And then we saw Gandalf the White and the two-pack of Merry and Pippin. Um, so really cool that we're getting some more characters from the initial fellowship and we're starting to kind of bleed into uh, the two towers a little bit. Uh, really, really cool. Hopefully we go back to the fellowship and, and, you know, continue to kind of see some of those characters. Would love to see, you know, uh, Galadriel would love to see Elrond. Uh, I mean, there's, there's just, there's a, a very wide variety of characters that would be great. Uh, sticking at the booth though, um, alongside those, uh, those, those Lord of the Rings figures, uh, really cool to see that Archangel, the Marvel select Archangel that they had. Um, really kind of took us by surprise. Unfortunately, our our good friend of the pod, Zach, uh, from Diamond Select, uh, was a little under the weather, but uh, the, the crew there uh, did a great job of going through the the, the booth without him. Um, but but his his presence was uh, was his presence and his sideburns were definitely uh, definitely missed. Uh, one of the other things that that really kind of jumped out at me too um, was over at uh, Trick or Treat Studios. So I'm, I'm sure uh, Dave is going to want to talk about some of the things that he saw as well um, at, at that booth, as, as, as you know, both of us really, really definitely enjoyed the booth. But uh, the thing for me was the, the build-a-figure wave of Goosebumps 5-inch um, figures. Really, really cool to see some of those iconic uh, Goosebumps novels, the, the cover art, jump off the page and into plastic form. Um, was really, really cool to see that they're, they're bringing that in a, in a build-a-figure wave. Um, and the other thing at their booth that uh, I was completely blown away by, had not seen before, um, they had a set of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, again, those five-inch um, retro-style figures. Uh, it's the whole family at the, at the table. Um, really, really, really cool set to see. Uh, they absolutely... Um, you know, we, we, we spoke to somebody from, uh, from trick or treat studios and they mentioned that they are really, um, you know, lasering their focus in on action figures in the next, in the coming years. And, and you can see that, uh, it's, it's very, very evident. Uh, Dave, was there anything else at their booth that you wanted to talk about? Um, there were the, uh, terrifier figures that were really cool. Um, the scared to death figures that looked really cool. Um, True romance figures coming soon. Something that's not horror, but still, still very awesome. Um, what's something else that I liked that we saw this weekend? Um, we saw handmade by robots. We saw um, and learned a lot about like the the kind of creation of those figures and that they're they're really designed from like actual knitting which was really cool. Yeah, it was it was neat to talk to them. Um expect uh the the folks from Handmade by Robots to show up on the on this feed soon. We had a we had a chat with them. They're they're interested in hopping on the pod with us. Uh they have a really really cool story and a and a really different uh different product. Um we also saw that was really cool. Um Super 7 Reaction Motley Crew is coming soon. Um that was shown off um, just some unpainted prototypes for those. Um, what else? What else? Well, sticking with Super 7, switching over to there, um, even though it wasn't something that, that uh, either of us backed, it was really cool to see the party wagon, the production party wagon in person. 
Um, and and a uh, friend of the pod, Kyle, was kind enough to actually open up the glass case and let us kind of get hands-on with it. Um, so much detail in that thing. The removable jukebox, the fact that they... Um, he, the, the designers actually spoke to somebody who works as a mechanic and wanted to know the things that you would have, you would want to have on hand to like, you know, mess with a van, uh, and, and, and make any kind of changes. So, you know, that's why you see the acetylene torch and the, the, the helmet and the goggles and stuff with it. So super cool. Um, super seven, as always had a ton of stuff. Um, we finally got to see those, those misfits, the, um, the Danzig and Jerry only, uh, uh, masters of the universe kind of styled figures and then the mothership yeah the uh the cobra mothership looked really cool um it was good to see kind of the first um i guess version of it the first prototype of it that looks really cool uh something else that was kind of in that realm because i'm just kind of trying to think in my head the booths that were kind of near each other down there um, our, our friends, uh, Ricky and, and now Mike DeCamp, uh, over at Plunderlings had the, the Plunderlings on display. They had the Plunder Longs and which are coming soon, um, to backers, the Plunder Strongs, and then the, uh, the new, uh, not yet named, I'm just going to call it the Plunder Mount, uh, giant iguana lizard, uh, thing uh, it was very cool. We had it was it was a very much so a three D printed painted prototype. So it was held together, you know, with glue. Uh, but again, something that was really really cool uh, to see that they're expanding, you know, in, uh, that line even more. And now with with the uh, the mind power of Mike DeCamp and his and his new uh, company uh, supporting Ricky and, and the Plunderlings gang, uh, you know, really really cool to to see you know them continue to grow. Oh, we saw Mega Man um, from Jada. That was that was really cool. Um, very much looking forward to see that Mega Man. Yeah, and we actually got hands on with that too. Got a chance to pose it. Um, they're going to come in. The entire Mega Man line is going to come in at a slightly lower price point than the Street Fighter figures, which are you know edging closer to thirty dollars. Uh, they did tell us that the Mega Man figures are going to retail for twenty. Um, and let me tell you guys, uh, for those of you that are, you know, the toy photographers and, and people who really like to pose, pose out, um, you're going to have a blast with that Mega Man. The cuts are all in the right places. The joints move really well. He holds poses. Um, if you, if you head to our, our Instagram, uh, and our YouTube channel, um, we have, we have a ton of coverage from, from Toy Fair, lots of walkthrough videos, um, lots of, uh, photo galleries, just of all of the things that we, we saw. Dave, actually, this is a perfect opportunity for you to remind our listeners, um, how do they, how do they find us on Instagram? Yeah, you can see all of the stuff that we put up on Instagram, um, and eventually YouTube, um, just by, by hitting those subscribe buttons, smash that subscribe button, um, hit those likes, and, um, Leave comments and and subscribe on YouTube. Um, we are we are near two thousand um, of two thousand lovely subscribers on on the YouTubes. So um, just make sure to to smash that like button or some. I'm sorry, like those videos. Smash that subscribe button and hit the little bell so that way you know when we post something new on YouTube. 
and then it'll come directly to you. You'll get you'll get a notification. It'll pop up, and then it'll be at a time when you can't really watch it right now, but you'll have that notification to remind you at a time when you can watch it to watch that video. Exactly that. All all of that. Um, something else that I thought was actually really cool. Uh, so one thing just to kind of address this again, if you see us on Instagram, you'll see us standing next to Uncle Jeremy Padauer, um, previous guest of, you know, legendary all-star guest of the, the pod, one, one could say. Um, we, we were able to get into the, what we were referring to as the Jazzwares Castle um, at, at Toy Fair. And while there's, uh, there's not anything that we are at liberty to discuss about what we saw in there, um, what I can say... We, we can say how great it was to see Uncle Jeremy and, and Greg Mitchell and, and Aaron Morgolin. Yep. And, and what I can say is, not to overhype anything, but we, we saw what, a, a lot of what was coming in the pipeline, um, and there is some, some... I wouldn't even say that we saw that. No, we're, we're we're allowed to say that that we saw things that we can't talk about. Okay. Um, but that there's a lot to be excited about. I think I think that's fair without without getting into any any detail. Um, but a lot of the things, the news that's out there about the deals that Jazzwares has have signed, the brands that they're representing, there is a lot of really really cool stuff coming in the pipeline for all of those those things that you saw. So from, you know, uh, licenses that you've already seen products from to licenses that have been announced and you have not seen product from, um, there's a lot of really, really cool stuff in the pipeline. And uh, you know, we're really appreciative that we were given the, uh, the chance to see that. And, and actually, while we're talking about things that we can't talk about, um, we also saw things from Playmates that we, uh, that we can say that you should be excited about. Um, they announced, of course, that there is an animated series coming from, uh, from the Ninja Turtles, from Mutant Mayhem. Um, and there is, obviously, as you could probably assume, product that's coming to support said animated series. And you are going to be very, very excited when you can finally see uh, some of that stuff. Uh, just, uh, uh, again, like really, really cool uh, experiences at, at Toy Fair um, and, and a lot of really, really cool things to see. Uh, another thing that we got to see, Dave, was the McFarlane booth. Yeah, um, we got to chill at the booth. I actually can't even remember what we can't talk about. <laughs> so at the McFarlane booth, we can 1,000% talk about the thing that you just quoted from. Um, so we got to see the Batman and Robin uh, build a Mr. Freeze wave. Um, and I can say objectively those are some of the best likenesses that McFarlane has ever done in the the the, you know, the DC multiverse line yeah they were fantastic i'm sorry i'm exhausted <laughs> it's all good dave it's all good um so i think uh with that that's been you know kind of a recap uh, we literally just got home like an hour ago i'm i've n- i've not been this tired in a long time so i, I think i think with that uh, I'll just reiterate, uh, you can head over to our Instagram um, and our YouTube. Again, that's at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and YouTube um, to check out the booth walkthroughs, uh, 
Toy Fair, as of the recording of this podcast, and or I should say airing of this podcast, Toy Fair is actually still happening. So it's it's it continues Monday and Tuesday. Uh, you know, uh, today and tomorrow, <laughs> October second and third. So we will still be showing you Toy Fair stuff at that time. But what we're gonna do now is we're gonna take a super quick break you're going to hear from our sponsors and you're going to get dumped back into this show and you're going to hear from uh ceo and founder of nacelle brian volkweiss oh also um we only had one microphone and three people so um if you there's any weird audio that's why we did our best we are we are a professional uh we are a professional operation yes so with that, uh, here's here's a little word from our uh, our show sponsors, and uh, and then uh, a, a wonderful interview featuring friend of the pod Brian Volkweiss of the Nacelle Company. And now a word from our sponsors. This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy Toys, a traditional mom and pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey. Chubsy Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at their brand new home at 101 Newark Pompton Turnpike Suite 1 in Little Falls, New Jersey or online at ChubsyWubsy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y.com and tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you. Rewind and press play on your VHS collection with CGC. CGC is excited to announce our newest collectible vertical, CGC Home Video. As a division dedicated to authenticating and grading your VHS collection, our experts are ready to help you encapsulate your favorite video cassettes. Don't settle for static on the screen. Submit today at cgcgrading.com. That's cgcgrading.com. Face it, shaker bottles suck. Your shakes always come out clumpy and they're a pain to clean. You're right, Dave. That's why I decided to ditch my shaker bottle for good and get myself a BlendJet 2 portable blender. It makes perfectly blended shakes in just 20 seconds. BlendJet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. BlendJet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. It lasts for over 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. With an array of colors, patterns, or even Disney-inspired designs to choose from, show off your personality while you're blending up something delicious on the go. What are you waiting for? Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code AICPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the BlendJet 2 Portable Blender. Go to BlendJet.com 
and use the code AICPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today to get the best deal ever. And now, back to the show. So, we are here with Brian Volkweiss of Nacelle, again, the three-timers club. I love it. Uh, so tell us, we've, it's been a little while since we've chatted last. You've got a couple of new, we're, we're sitting here at Toy Fair looking at a couple of new IPs. Uh, I think we should probably start with the Biker Mice. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, so we're doing Biker Mice. We got the, uh, we got the bikes here. Um, they light up, so the prototypes at San Diego didn't have the electronics yet. So uh, they also have a different paint job, a more expensive paint job. Um, they just went on sale uh, Friday at, I believe, 10 o'clock. And it's funny, I was on a flight yesterday, a 6 a.m. flight, LAX to, uh, believe it or not, New York. And, um, you know, I don't know how much experience you have with uh, LAX, but uh, very slow. So we're, uh, we're starting to head to the flight line, and I'm like, you know, I probably have two hours to fucking kill. So uh, that's how slow... Oh, can I curse? Yes. Yeah, a lot of curse? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're a three-timer, I can curse. Um, but uh, what do you call it? If you're so, a four-timer, you get to kill somebody on oh. air. <laughs> Any slots next week? <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, so I'm like, eh, you know, I'll check the numbers. You know, I had looked at the numbers, before the sales numbers, before I went to bed. And, uh, you know, I went well, head into the flight line, I opened my phone... It was one of those cliched moments where I was literally, I mean, again, this is real. I was literally like, where's the comma? I, I couldn't believe it. I literally could. And that was, at not, that was overnight. So, like, when I went to bed, you know, I was happy. I don't know who, I, I, like, again, I, I went to bed at, like, midnight. I don't know who's buying toys between 12.01 a.m. and 6 a.m. L.A. time. Anyway, that is the long way of telling you, like I was saying, you know, we upgraded the paint job. Now we have the electronics in. Um, they're, they're doing well. They're doing well. Well, this whole thing with Biker Mice has been amazing to watch because you've proven, as you've done in the past, how kind of nimble you are. You know, those original figures came out, you know, and they didn't have the ab crunch and the articulation and everything. They did have those David Vonner abs from... He does have the best abs in the business. <laughs> yeah. But uh, tell us about that. Like, like, what was it like to have to kind of pivot based on that feedback? You know, it, it's so funny. Like, as you know, I, I, I am a toy collector. I've been, technically I can say I've been collecting since college. But making toys that made us uh, definitely, I, I, I mean, this, 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 this is probably something I should keep as a deep, dark secret. The day Toys That Made Us was greenlit, my collection, maybe, and if anything, I'm low, or I'm high, maybe, was 400 pieces. Maybe. Could have been 325. I mean, it's now over 4,000 pieces. Because what happened was, I'm, and I didn't really know this about myself until Toys That Made Us, I'm like all about like knowledge. So the day Toys That Made Us got greenlit, I did not own, people are shocked when I say this, I didn't own a single He-Man anything. I know I have like probably an 80 to 100 piece He-Man collection. And She-Ra, like, you name it. So that's what happened to me. So anyway, so the reason why I bring it up is, 
because I consume my own product, you know, I, I see what other companies do when the fans are upset. And I never understand why Hollywood understands that if you put a trailer out and everybody's mad that your X-Men villain looks like he's out of Power Rangers, <laughs> that, or, or the thing with Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. the first movie, yeah, yeah. like, to me, fucking take the hit, scream that you fucked up, and move. So it was a no-brainer for me. You know, I'm on Instagram all day long. I'm on Instagram before I go to bed for probably 30 minutes straight. And when you see the same comment coming up over and over and over and over and over, even though I don't give a shit personally about Ab Crunch, I could care less about Ab Crunch. I put my figures on a shelf, and that's where they stay until I move houses. But if you see people so passionate that they're going crazy about something, and we're talking about toys and not curing cancer, well, you should probably listen. And like I said, they're selling so well, it really becomes, it comes down to, well, do I want to make an extra couple thousand bucks of profit in a year? Or do I want my fans, the people who are shelling out their cash, to be happy? First of all, let's leave it at that for a second. You just want people that spend their money on your product to be happy. But more than that, we'll probably make more money if more people are happy. Call me crazy. By the way, same reason of our price point. People are shocked we're selling those bikes for 49 bucks. But I want more people to have them. Like, the joy... I mean, you know enough about our company... The majority, the vast majority of our money comes from product, producing TV shows. So we're very lucky that, like, I'm okay making less profit on a bike. I'm not going to lose money. I mean, that's a huge no-no for me personally in the way I run the company. I don't want to lose money. But, like, I'd rather make less profit and have more people having joy of the bike on their toy shelf then make a couple, you know, make an extra 10 grand in a year and have maybe a couple thousand fewer bikes in people's homes. Who cares about 10 grand? And I feel like, too, you're, you're building, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, if, if you are vocal, right, you know, as a fan and you expect a change to happen and then you see the company make that change, it's like, well, shit, now I'm on the hook. I got to get this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'll be on the comments. Like, I'll go back, and again, this could tell you I'm the best or the worst CEO, depending on your point of view in life, but, like, I'll go back. You know, like, I'll go to Toy Shiz, and I'll see all those comments being mad at us for not doing the, the, the what do you call it, the, I'm having a brain ab fart. Crunch. Ab crunch. Thank you. I was about to say knuckle crunch. Uh, having the ab That's crunch. Hey, now. <laughs> um, this is PG. This is PG. Um, so I'll, I'll go back to all those. So, I'll, first of all, first I'll see all these people complaining that we don't have ab crunch. But then I'll go back a week, two weeks later and be like, we're adding ab crunch. We're at, you know, I'll copy and paste it. We're adding ab crunch. We're Because I want them to know we listened. And again, I have nothing to hide. We've been doing this for two years. So what? A, I'm not Hasbro. Maybe they should be embarrassed by something like that. I'm not embarrassed. We don't know what the hell we're doing. And we're learning with each toy line, hopefully how to do it better. Those two RoboForces cost more than all three bikes combined. Wow. Because we didn't know what we were doing. 
So there's a learning curve when you enter a new business. And I was aware of that before I got into it. And you just, as long as you keep moving, you'll be fine. And there's no reason not to admit you made a mistake. You talked about, like, you know, even seeing the surprise of how the numbers went up and the surprise of kind of, like, the knowledge when you were making the toys that made us of seeing your collection increase. Has it been kind of a pleasant surprise or shocking in a way to see that there is still there is an appetite for these lines that have been away for so long? Uh, yes and no. Uh, so I'll give you a great example. I saw something here yesterday that I don't own yet. I saw it at the Diamond booth. And I went to Midtown Comics at 9.45 at night and bought it. It was $70. So on the one hand, I spent $70 on a piece of plastic. On the, and it's a 50, 60-year-old IP. On the other hand, I wanted that so badly my whole life. It has never been made before. That I was very happy to spend 70 bucks on a piece of plastic. And that's why I'm not surprised. What I'm very curious about, because as you know... We're just next year starting to get into our second waves. So it's kind of easy with Sectors to sell enough Dargon and Stellara to make money. What I'm curious, and again, next year we'll be doing the bugs, so that'll also be quote-unquote easy. What I'm curious about, to your point, how is wave three going to do? How is wave four going to do? How deep does it go? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm curious. And, you know... Kamudgeon right over there, the little orange guy with one arm. So Kamudgeon, that's our first original character. Kamudgeon comes from the RoboForce cartoon. He's kind of like a bartender type, like Norm. Yeah. He's not a bartender. He's a customer, but he's like Norm. He's always there. And um, as you may be aware, uh, there was no Kamudgeon in the original line. Yeah. And as you also may be aware, the cartoon hasn't come out yet. So you could argue that's very risky, putting out a character with no pedigree, no backstory, no nothing, for a cartoon that's not going to be out for months after the toy comes out. But I'm doing it because, A, I'm passionate about it. B, it's our first original character, so I wanted to really see if and how that would work for us at this point in our evolution. But most important to me, I believe in it and I love it. I want to see what happens. And also, too, you know, so for those that are not seeing this, it's a it's a low barrier of entry. He's a he's a small guy. Be bigger than that. We just got that. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, okay. We just got that prototype on Tuesday. He's too dark. Okay. So if you look at the package, and this is my fault. The guy who designed it did a great job. Nobody should have their feelings hurt. Um, but he's too dark. The wash was too dark. In the cartoon, we have since added eyebrows. So, obviously, he's missing eyebrows. Um, so, but I made the decision, you know, good, some of my staff was like, hey, man, maybe we shouldn't bring it. He's too dark and he's too small. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just bring it. Let's just bring it. So, it's that kind of, to use your word, nimbleness. That's what I like to call it. Other people might call it, you don't know what you're doing, Brian. But... I would rather have that there so I can talk to you about it and tell you we're now making original characters 
Soraya, she's about to go in production. She's the human lead from RoboForce. So, like, we don't know if any of this is going to work. But if it does, then we have a good foundation we can keep building off of. So from, from kind of your, your, your now-owned IPs and the, and the, the uh, original you know, characters and products you're putting out to something that's a little more maybe familiar to those in the sci-fi space, you also recently announced The Expanse yes. is joining the, uh, the yes. Nacelle universe. So tell us about, uh, about that. So it's like I know we're friends on Instagram, so you're probably sick of hearing me say everything is surreal. But I, 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 I don't, and I hate writing that. I, 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 I wish there was a stronger, better word, but I, I can sum it up to you perfectly with the expanse. Um, so we do the deal, which I still, and by the way, I had a meeting at Alcon that had absolutely zero to do with the expanse, 0.0 to do with the expanse. It was connected to, you know, every now and then we make TV shows. Yeah. So it was a part of that part of my life. And one of the dudes in the meeting, are you a fan? Uh, I've seen a few episodes. Not, I'm not super ingrained. So there's a spaceship in the Expanse. We're on the side of the ship. It has, starting with the Wright Brothers plane, it goes from the Wright Brothers all the way yep. to the yeah. ship. Yep, I've that, seen that. Yep. This dude had all of that on his arm. Wow. So we started talking about the Expanse. That led to this. But to make my point about surrealness of all this, you know, I moved about a year ago, and I'm still not even done putting my collection back together. I'm probably now at around somewhere between 96 and 97% done. So I'm rebuilding my Battlestar Galactica section, and this is like three or four months ago. We did this deal like eight or nine months ago, so I am in my collection room on a Sunday morning putting my NECA figures. You know, NECA did these beautiful yeah. Battlestar Galactica figures. Yeah. And I'm putting them up, and I just involuntarily say to myself, God, why has nobody done this for The Expanse? And for 10 seconds, I'm, and then I'm like, oh, we're doing it. Yeah, I'm about to do that. That's how surreal this is. So... Um, cause, uh, do you mind if I give a massive spoiler? Sure. Do you care? Don't care. So these two characters at the beginning of the show and for the first five seasons are mortal enemies. She's the head of Earth. That's Ava Salvara. That's Drummer. At the beginning of the show, she starts off as like a low-ranking belter. And by season six, she's like the number two belter. At the second to last episode of The Expanse, they unite, and that's what ends the war. They literally shake hands, and by the end of that episode, the war is over. Our launching product, which to me was inspired by what Lucasfilm did with uh, Phantom Menace, where Mace Windu, if you remember, they did a Mace Windu sneak peek and a um, Stap sneak peek with a battle droid on it. So that was my inspiration, but we're launching with a two-pack of them shaking hands. And if you look at the toy collector issue in the background, that's the actual set where the handshake took place. So that's, and then we're launching wave one. It's our biggest wave ever. Eight characters, a trillion, billion accessories, 
I mean, it's the craziest thing you've ever seen or that we've ever done. It's like kind of McFarlane-esque. I feel like their smallest wave ever was 97 figures. Um, maybe 197. I, I, I don't know what they're doing, but thank God they're doing it. Um, but um, that's, that's what we're doing there. And it is massive. Massive. Yeah, that's I, I know. Again, like you know, full full transparency. You know, I'm I'm not a huge fan, of, or uh, uh, I have not seen much of the Expanse. I'm aware Are of you it. A like Galactica fan. Yes. If you like the if you like Galactica, this is better. And I am a huge BSG fan. Okay. Huge. This is better. You know how BSG went up and down. Yeah. This just keeps going up. Well, you sold me. Yeah. yeah. Um, try, try it again. And, of course, I need to watch it before the figures come out because I've got to get ingrained. Which I think might be why Alcon wanted figures. Maybe. Just me. Makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, you know, moving from sci-fi, uh, the Legends of Laughter, they're yeah. here. They, they're, they're arriving in people's hands. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what's in, in store for this, uh, this line. You know, this line is doing very well, but it's not a home run. So... You know, it's funny, a lot of our lines, by the time the boat gets to the uh, port of Los Angeles, um, they're already profitable. This one, we shall see, and obviously some are selling better than others, but if this ends up becoming profitable, which I'm sure it will, the question is how long will it take? If that happens, just on general principle, we'll probably do another wave of two or three. Um, I'm a huge... You know, a lot of people don't know this, but we, we produce stand-up comedy uh, more than anybody. Yeah, that's how we knew you before we knew you. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of people are like, why are you in the toy business? Or they're like, why do I see your name on... That's my favorite, is every now and then I'll get a comment like, why is your name at the end of a Ali Wong special? And I'm like, well, it's actually... The how, how do you know Jim Gaffigan? Yeah. yeah. So... We have a record division. It's actually our second oldest division of the entire company. And we distribute all their audio. So that's how it happened. People are like, how'd you pick them? What scientific research did you do? And I'm like, I did no research. I was already in business with them. And that's how it happened. But like, I want to do Richard Pryor. I want to do Kinnison. I want to do, I mean, I want to do Bill Burr. I want to do, you know... Anyway, I'll shut up now. <laughs> well, I don't want friends of mine to be like, how come you didn't say me? So, that's why I'm shutting up. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan will tell you, uh, you got to join the manatees and get a job, right? Seahorses. 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 It's my favorite joke of his, is a seahorse joke. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, these are very much so in the category, and, and Dave, you were actually just saying it before. Yeah. The I didn't know I needed a Bill Hicks figure until I saw there was a Bill Hicks figure. Yeah, and it, it goes back to, you know, the, the knowledge thing. This is going to bring three kind of classic comedians back into yeah. into the realm of like, oh, who's this? Let me look this up and just find out about everything Lenny Bruce went through or, you know, Bill Hicks, is like how his life was unfortunately cut short or just, you know, the history of Joan Rivers. Like, Are you a comedy guy? So half the comments, so funny, half the comments about Bill Hicks are he would kill himself if he knew you made a toy out of him, to which I'm always like, well, his brother and mother and sister seem to be okay with it. 
and then I don't say the rest of what I'm thinking. Yes. But the other comment we get is something along the lines of, well, I know Dennis Leary isn't buying one. So, <laughs> yes. uh, if, it, uh, if you're a comedy, are you a comedy guy? So you get Not that reference? Not as rep- much as oh. him, but I got the reference. Well, everybody says he's ripped off Bell yes. Hicks. Yeah. And, I, and me, see, I just want Joan Rivers to judge all of my other figures, like to stand there and just judge them. If we had any here, I would give them to you, so I hate saying this, but yeah, they're for sale. Go yep. grab them. Well, you know, we're, we're super excited to watch, you know, the, the, the success of all this. You know, we didn't even mention the RoboForce figures sold through. That's it. Yeah. They're, uh, they're well, s- record, we still have a couple hundred. Okay. Um, and we have, um, what do you call it in the, t- like in comic books, it's reprints. What do you call when you make more of the same figure? A rerun. Yeah, rerun. Thank you. So we are we have the first rerun of Max in production now, nice. and they're supposed to hit the boat this coming week. Um, so and we hope to have more before the holidays. And we know New York Comic Con is coming up very quickly, which is weird saying that at Toy Fair. So weird. But um, well, don't we're don't worry. We don't have one next year, so it won't be weird twice. Yes, this is good. Um, will we find out more about the uh, the, per- the the cartoons, the the media at, at yes. uh, New York Comic Con? We're announcing. We have a lot of partnerships. We're announcing at New York Comic. So we have a comic book deal. We have some IP. Some uh, um, let's just say we've partnered with a couple companies um, that are more well known for us than making toys. Um, we have a couple other secret little things we're announcing. If I get the deal signed, uh, I assume you know Ryan Reynolds is yep. attached to Biker Mice. Yep. We, that was be my next question. we will be announcing, God willing, we get the deal done. We will be announcing a much, uh, an equally big name for RoboForce. Okay. So the idea is that we're going to attach a massive star to every line. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean that was yeah. going to be my follow-up. What's what's it been like working with uh, with Ryan on on Biker Mice? What you see is what you get. So if you've seen Ryan on doing interviews, he's, he's that cool. If anything, I would argue he's even cooler because um, he's, you know, again, when he's doing interviews, he can't probably say certain things. that he So, like, getting to see the raw Ryan Reynolds, I mean, and it, it's his whole company, too, by the way. Like, there, it's, it's, again, going back to that word, I wish I could stop saying. It is so, so so surreal. And and um, does he have like a deep connection with biker mice? Like, do yeah, he have the toys? He's, he's a huge motorcycle guy, and he's it's one of his favorite cartoons. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're, as always, we're you know we're excited to see how things go. Uh, we know you're a busy guy, so well, we're gonna let you go and get you back to the the rest of the people at Toy Fair. And uh, yeah, and it's been a pleasure talking to you, like always, man. Thank you, and conversely, you guys have been there almost from day one, maybe even day one. So thank you. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both on our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. 
This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.